0: Alright, good evening everybody. I want to welcome you to the November edition of the School of Insight and I trust the Lord that the Lord will bless us tremendously this evening in the name of Jesus. Let me begin by asking us to just pray. Father, we thank you very much for today. We appreciate you. We give you praise. We want to thank you for what you are set to do in our lives. We want to bless your name for the privilege you have given unto us again this evening to be together. And we trust that in the name of Jesus, your word will come to each and every one of us. To the glory of your name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name, O God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. And let everybody say amen for some times now we've been talking about hindrances to hearing ears and this is the third um, edition if, if we we'll call it an edition of talking about these hindrances you recall that we have shared about three or four hindrances to hearing ears and this evening I believe that God wants us to continue God wants us to have some depth of understanding about this issue of hindrances so that we can hear God clean and clear like the songwriter said he said, who oh, make me to listen in." Ascent clear and still above the storms of passion, above the murmurs of self will. So, if there is anything that is the desire of God, is for you to hear Him clean and clear. And it is my prayer that in the name of Jesus, God will remove every of these hindrances and you will hear Him clean and clear in the name of Jesus Christ. So this evening, I want to talk to you about yet another hindrance that can hinder a man from having a hearing here. And I call it spiritual beclouding. Hallelujah. Spiritual beclouding. In other words, when the spirit of a man is beclouded. You cannot hear God the way you ought to hear him. And to drive this point home, let's look at the scripture. Acts chapter 10. And I'm going to read from verse 9. It said, I'm reading from NIV. It said, About noon the following day, as they were on their journey, and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corner, hallelujah, by its four corner, it contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles of the earth and birds of the air. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything unpure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times and immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. Now let me pause here. Now, if you look at this story very carefully, it explained this hindrance I'm about to talk about. Talking about spiritual beclouding or spiritual becloudment as an hindrance to hearing God. Now, let's do some expose on this word. Now, the first thing I wanted to see here is that what happened in this story was when God opened the eyes of Cornelius, who was a Gentile, as a matter of fact this story was the beginning or what was what opened up the gospel to the gentiles now cornelius you know was praying when an angel appeared to him hallelujah and then after the angel had spoken to him that he should send to joppa that he should invite peter and peter will tell him what to do when Cornelius sent his uh, his uh, servants to Joppa to fetch Peter before they got there the Holy Spirit opened the eyes of Peter here and I wanted to see something from this scripture for Cornelius God sent an angel praise the Lord now for Peter the first thing that happened was that there was a vision or what you call a trance and when this trance came it came in form of a sheet spread from heaven but the sheet contained different kinds of uh, unclean animals praise the Lord and the moment Peter saw it the Bible said that Peter said "I mean, that the Lord said Peter arise and kill and eat and Peter said not so Lord I do not want I do not take anything on pure now the question you ask yourself is this why did God ask Peter or why did God give Peter a vision or a trance hallelujah it is because Peter already had is a Jew, he already had a mindset. He already had something at the back of his mind. And what is it? As a Jew, he is not allowed to eat any four-footed animal. He is not allowed to eat wild beasts. He is not allowed to take anything that is unclean. And here, God said, Peter, Arise, kill, and eat. Hallelujah. Now, Peter had a problem here, and what was the problem? There was something, there was something in him that had already told him that you cannot eat anything that is unclean. Alright, now that was a religious understanding, and I wanted to see something here. The Lord God gave Peter that vision, all right. And with that vision, God was trying to conquer or to remove that religious becloudment that is in the spirit of Peter so that he will not hinder what he, God, is about to do. Now, let me show you something in verse 19. Verse 19 says something, said something, said while peter was still thinking about the vision the spirit said to him simon three men are looking for you so get up and get downstairs do not hesitate to go with them for i have sent them hallelujah now you will see that god had to now the holy spirit spoke here after the vision had removed the spiritual becloudment in Peter, the Holy Spirit now spoke to him. And he can hear, praise the name of the Lord. Bible said, while he was still pondering on the vision, the Holy Spirit spoke. Now beloved, what I am telling you tonight is the fact that when a man has a beclouded spirit, it becomes an hindrance to hearing God and hearing him clearly praise the name of the Lord and you can see that here the, the in that in in verse 19 the Bible told us that the Holy Ghost spoke after that becloudment had been removed from Peter the Holy Ghost now spoke and He was able to hear clean and clear so what am I bringing out here tonight I am saying that Different things can be cloud a man's spirit, and when such cloudment is there, it becomes difficult for that person to hear God and hear Him clearly. Let me also tell you, or let me bring it home to the realities of our time. Some of us will know that there are times that you will have a revelation. Probably you will have a dream or something, and you will not remember it. Or you will remember it so haphazardly. Now let me tell you today that any of your dream or revelation that you do not understand, there could be two reasons for it. One, it could be that God has just given you an information and he is not releasing the entire information. Secondly, it could be that because your spirit is not sharpened, is still dull. That is why you are not fully understanding what God is saying. And may I tell you this, the second reason is usually the the major reason why a lot of us do not understand spiritual things. I pray for you tonight that in the name of Jesus, your spirit will no longer be beclouded. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will hear God and clear now let me go ahead and tell you what are the reasons for spiritual becloudment now the first reason is what I call what I call basic religious beliefs a lot of us our spirit has been beclouded because of basic religious beliefs now the problem Peter had here was was exactly this Is his conscience or his mind has been beclouded by the fact that there is an existing Jewish belief that you cannot and you must not eat anything impure. And that's why when God opened his eyes in that vision, Peter said, Master, no, I won't do it. Can you understand or can you see that contradiction how could you call somebody a master and yet you are saying no to him but it is only peter or it is only religious mind that can do that now peter said no lord and those two things don't go together you don't say no to somebody that you call lord but here peter said it because he already had what i call basic religious beliefs that is inherent in him. you recall that quite a number of us, we have a lot of basic religious beliefs. Alright? Some of us comes from different denominations. And these denominations have coloured our mindset. Now, if you remain with such mindset, it may constitute an hindrance for you to hear from God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So, Basic religious beliefs can be or a major cause of spiritual becloudment. Your religious belief can go a long way to becloud your spiritual sense of judgment such that when God is speaking, you will still be saying, no, 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 no. this is not God because this is what I believe. And I want to encourage everybody hearing me tonight, change your religious beliefs God supersedes anything that you have believed before now let the scriptures let it be your guide not just the religious beliefs that you have had in time past as you are growing up some of the some of these stories that were formulated you know to teach you some basic principles in Sunday schools and all that all right don't let it constitute an hindrance to you hearing from God. So, what am I telling you this evening? That one of the causes of spiritual becloudment is basic religious beliefs. Hallelujah. Now, another cause is what I call unfounded doctrines, doctrines that is not scripturally founded, that people had adopted different doctors i tell you a story to this fact. sometimes ago years back while i was still pastoring in zaria something happened a woman was a very big she's a ceo of, of, of a very big company and she's always this woman that is always decked you Get what i mean by decked she's always fully dressed you know, she will have heavy makeups and all that. Now, that is a lifestyle, but she's a Christian. And this day, as she was praying in the morning to go to work, the Holy Spirit told her and said, Today, don't make up. In fact, get a scarf, dress completely like an issue, right? And uh, don't make up, just, just put on the scarf and all that, and all that. And then, and she was wondering. But God, why? Thank God that she was sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And said, don't, just just dress, just dress so shabbily. And then get to the office. And then she did that. She never painted. Of course, she was completely different. I'm sure you know that uh, these days, when people really finish this kind of painting that they used to do for particularly our wonderful sisters, you will see them completely different from what they used to be. All right. So that day, when the sister... They didn't make up anything and all that, and she put on scarf, and uh, then uh, I think the Holy Ghost also told her that wear, don't wear the conventional clothes you are wearing to office, like sketch suit and all that. Wear Iro and buba, and uh, just just dress as if you are just... An... And then she took to that warning, and when she got to the office, interestingly, they had sent hired assassin to execute her that day. And when they entered into an office and they saw a woman that is not painted that is wearing scarf the people shut her door back and said no this was not who they sent us to we cannot execute this woman this woman is a wonderful this one is not mm, they didn't send to us to this shabby person and then they were asking her where is the yoga here and she said, "What? Well, um, what exactly do you was No, 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 we don't have any business with you. That was how the hired access left our office, and of course, she blew the alarm, and they were able to wrap to round up those people. Now you can see that if she had dwelt on the fact that this is the way they told us to do those. I had assassins will have caught up with her. Praise the name of the Lord. Now what am I saying here? Don't let unfounded, unfounded doctrines of your church don't let it be cloud your spiritual sense of judgment. Most of the time, some of these things that maybe they are issues of contentions in the scriptures and all that avoid them. All right, I used to tell people: if God convinces you not to use your ring, don't use it. If God did not convince you, and you feel you want to use it, use it. Much as those that didn't wear it as are, are Christians, that is the way those that are wearing it are also Christians. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, but you see, it becomes a doctrinal. A, 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 a scriptural doctrinal belief. If you now said that the moment I wear a hearing, then I am no longer born again, no, the, the concept of either wearing a ring or not is not part of the salvation requirement. So, that is what I want you to know tonight that you must. You you don't becloud your spirit or your spiritual sense of judgment on the basis of frivolous and things that bring contentions in the scriptures. Make sure that you follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit. In other words, if you are a kind of a believer that believes in makeup, let it be at the back of your mind also that the holy spirit can tell you in a particular day that don't make up and you must obey him don't turn making up into an idol the same goes with those of us that do not make up or do that do not use any of those some of those things don't now say that if i use it i am going to hell no there could be a reason why the holy spirit would say go and use the light makeup and, and go to Susan and so please, He has the right to tell you what to do part-time. This is the session or this is the season of the Holy Spirit. Free your mind from some of these contentious things so that you can adequately hear God and you can follow his leading. So what am I saying? Another reason why people tend to have a beclouded spirit is when they hold tenaciously, and unrepentantly on unfounded doctrines, doctrines that are not scripturally founded. I pray that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Now, the, co- the third cause of uh, uh, of spiritual bewilderment is when you have what is called wrong spiritual understanding. Romans chapter ten told us something. It said, "How shall they hear?" except a preacher except there is a preacher then he said how shall they go how can the preacher go if he is not sent now there are wrong scriptural understanding now when you fill your heart with some scriptural under with some wrong scriptural understanding or some frivolous things, you will be beclouding your spirit, and that will constitute an hindrance to you hearing God. Praise the name of the Lord. I remember that years ago, something happened. We were in a fellowship, and a man of God came to preach, and he wanted. it was to collect an offering, and because he wanted to collect, he wanted to make the offering big. Those years, we were Nigeria was still using uh, twenty naira was still our. Uh, Our highest denomination, and you know 29 was green, all right. So the brother read Psalm 23, and when they got to he maketh me to lie down in green pasture, he stopped and said, Can you see what the scripture is saying? Green pasture, and he began to emphasize green pasture, and he said, Well, in those days. Ten nera was uh, red. And I think five nera was uh, purple. You know, it's still purple now. And he said, and he said, uh, well, that some of you have been dwelling in brown pastures. Some of you have been dwelling in red pastures. But the time has come for you to begin to dwell in green pastures, all because he wanted to raise money. Now, the truth of the matter is this. That, and of course, you know, that that time when we're hearing it, you know, some people are saying, hmm, this is Rema. There is nothing Rema about that. That is just gimmicks. Now, when you begin to load your minds with all this kind of wrong scriptural understanding, there is no doubting the fact that you would have be clouded your spirit, and hearing God is going to be a challenge. So I want to encourage you tonight that looking at these three reasons, number one, uh, 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 looking at these three causes, number one, basic religious beliefs, number two, unfounded, not biblical uh, uh, doctrines, and wrong scriptural understanding. These three are the major causes of spiritual becloudment. I pray for you tonight that in the name of Jesus your spirit will not be beclouded. In the name of Jesus Christ you will have understanding from God and your life will not be the same. In the name of Jesus you will hear God. This spiritual becloudment will not constitute an hindrance to you to hearing God in the name of Jesus Christ. Now the second thing I want to mention briefly tonight and uh, you know talking about another hindrance is what I call neglect. When there is a neglect, you will naturally there will naturally be an issue. When there is a neglect, there will naturally be An issue I pray for you today that in the name of Jesus neglect will not be an hindrance to you hearing God what do I mean by neglect you see there are three terms that talks about your response to God there are three terms that talks about your response to God the first is what I call acceptance when God tells you anything you accept it the second one is rejection Quite a number of people have rejected the gospel hallelujah now the third one is what I call neglect now if you look at the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 3 you're going to see something very striking there Hebrews 2, 3 said something. Let's let's attempt to look at it. Hebrews chapter 2, and I'm going to read verse, uh, verse 3. Let me get to Hebrews chapter 2, and let me, verse 3. Verse 3 said, it said, For if the message spoken by angels were binding, and every violation and disobedience, received its just punishment how shall we escape if we ignore such a great salvation now that word ignore there is the same thing that uh, King James version called neglect a lot of us neglect is a factor that has constitute what I call Spiritual, or what I call, hindrances to hearing God. If you understand the dealings of God very properly, you would discover that God does not want to be neglected, much as no human being desires to be neglected. You know, one of the major factors in any relationship is communication. If there is a breakdown of communication, then that that relationship is going to have a problem now for god even in relating with him he doesn't want you to neglect him now here the bible talked about neglect ignominy ignoring what god is saying is a potent hindrance to god communicating with you i've shared this with with us before If you look at what happened to Moses, the Bible said, up until when Moses was seeing the bush burning and the bush was not consumed, God did not see anything. And the Bible said, when Moses said in himself, said, now I will turn me aside and see this great sight. The Lord said, when God saw that he has turned aside, the Lord called upon him. You can only hear God to the level that you give him an attention. God does not like to be neglected. And I have seen this in the life of quite a number of us as believers. We neglect God a lot. We neglect what he has said. And let me say this very strongly. With my Christian experience, I have discovered that God sometimes will give you always say something to you and he expects you to obey even when that thing has nothing to do with your personal life I've seen that God can give a man a revelation that go and do this and when you get there you do it and it's just nothing you know it's not it's not for anything But yet, God will instruct you to do it. May I tell you this? You are only going through an examination. Because God wants to be sure that when he sends you to do it, you will actually do it. The problem with quite a number of us is this. We want to have God speak big and bogus things to us before we agree that this is God. And that's not the way it works. God will want you to be or God will want to be sure of you. God does not use a man he has not prepared. He will want to prepare you and see how much you will hasten to take his instructions before he releases some heavy things to you to do. Unfortunately, it is those heavy things that we wanted to do and that's not the way God works. They will try you with small things and see whether you will actually follow. I've told you earlier on that of course disobedience is a major hindrance to hearing God, and this one is neglecting. Alright, this one is neglecting God, different from disobedience, When you neglect the thing, you didn't reject it, but you only you know you only commonized it. And God does not, if you constantly commonize spiritual things, if you neglect spiritual things, it will become a hindrance to you, From I mean, it will become a hindrance to your hearing God. Now, let me quickly wrap up by telling you some of the things that causes neglect. One of it is distraction. Don't be distracted. You can see this in the story of Mary and Martha, in the book of Luke, chapter ten, from verse forty to forty-two, you will see Martha was busy with legitimate things, and Jesus told her, "You are occupied with too many things, but your sister has chosen the path that is needful." Are we saying that it is wrong to entertain Jesus? No, but what we are saying. Is that you don't neglect the real thing at the expense of frivolous things, don't be distracted. One of the major causes of neglect is when you are distracted, and the second cause is when you have fear. Alright, fear can easily make you to be to, to, to want to neglect what God has told you. And once you keep neglecting what God has said you are beginning to thin out or to reduce your capacity to hear from him. I pray for you tonight that in the name of Jesus, these influences will not cut up with you. Your spirit will not be, be clouded and you will not neglect heavy spiritual things. My experience as a pastor shown me that one of the major or one of the potent weapon of the devil is to make common what God has exalted that is it has become a major and a potent instrument in the hand of the devil the devil will give you an impression that you don't worry God does not mean what he has said may I tell you this What will become a global issue is not what God will give by a heavy revelation. Once he has, he can say it so simply, and yet it will turn the entire world around. Don't forget, when Jesus came, nobody attributed being a savior of the world to him. But that is always the pattern of God. He was born in manger. In fact, the Bible told us that when we shall see him, there is no form or complement to desire him. Yet, that is the Messiah that will change the course of history, that will change the entire world. So, don't let neglect catch up with you. Believe in the Lord and follow the Lord, and it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus I want to pray for you now and prophesy to you that nothing will hinder you from hearing God nothing will constitute and hinder us to your hearing God from today in the name of Jesus your spirit will no longer be clouded and you will no longer neglect God heed to this warning and it shall be well with you In the name of Jesus Christ Until we have another time On the School of Insights Remain blessed in Jesus name I love you all Good evening